Good morning or good evening, sir, whatever you prefer. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, dude. It's, uh, I guess it's, it's good morning for you and good evening for me. Yeah, yeah fuck, dude. It's been, uh, <clears throat> it's been okay. a long time since we've had a chance to catch up and, and uh, just riff on what's been going on for the last last couple of weeks. I know you were moving. I was busy with work stuff, like busy season. So, But, uh, yeah, so we got a little, little sidetracked there. But whew, how have you been, dude? I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. It's pretty crazy times we got going on. Uh, NASDAQ at pretty much all-time highs. Uh, you know, <laughs> free money abundant everywhere. Uh, second wave coronavirus. You know, there's just a lot of stuff going on. There's so much. And I, obviously, I didn't have to tell everyone about, like, you know, the whole of the protest to George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter, everything, you know, Chaz in Seattle. Like, did you see that that finally got shut down this morning? I'm sure you saw yeah yeah and, and the, yeah. the funniest thing about it and I, I don't mean even riff into politics but like okay numerous people were killed in that zone and then even like last night like a it was like a 16 year old black and a 14 year old black who were both shot by the security forces because they felt threatened by these kids who were you know doing what any other 16 year old kid would be doing in a, a lawless zone you know like off-roading in a jeep it's like an old 1999 Cherokee like screwing out in the field and they get shot right. at and one dies and then it's like but that didn't cause them to go. It was the mayor's house being, you know, pretty much run upon by the either people of Chaz or um, basically protesters. I don't know which one, but basically her house was her seven million dollar house was threatened. So it's it's just interesting. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the Mark McCloskey meme have have been uh, have been pretty good, but the whole thing everything's been nuts. But I think the the thing to keep in mind with all this stuff is all of it. Is an accelerant of more money printer go burr, more Dude. stimulus. Uh, it's it's really just. It seems like the last six months have just been a never-ending loop of different <laughs> reasons to like try to figure out how um, to expand credit further and debase the currency and make sure nobody's looking at any of that happening. Um, it's just been one thing after another, and it it. It seems like it wasn't long ago we were watching <laughs> the stock market collapse like in real time, um, ripping podcasts about it and almost in complete disbelief of watching you know the corona thing kind of play out in in real time. And now it's it's gone completely 180 the other direction and it's been magical and frustrating to watch all at the same time. Um, and, and in that time, you know, Bitcoin's rallied, rallied back a hundred percent off the lows, I guess, to, you know, hanging around that 10 K range and everything. It seems like now within the last week, we've kind of been in this just a freeze, like the calm before the storm part two, <laughs> almost like I, we are, I, I looked back and we recorded an episode and like the, the title was the calm before the storm. And I was thinking about, I'm like, that's kind of where we're at right now. It feels exactly the same. Like everybody is just holding on for dear life to figure out what is going to happen. next. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting times for sure. I mean, I pulled up this chart. I just did a S P 500 over gold. And yes. it's only from 98, but I've, I've seen these floating around Twitter. And, like, when you look at the ratio of in, like, 1999 and 2000, it's at 5.5. And, and you look down at, like, July 2011 where it got down to, you know, almost 0. 0.5, which are, point, you know, 0. 0.50 for those listening who can't see the screen. But, like, 
and right now it's at 1.76 so it's fallen a considerable amount it's fallen over you know 65 percent right now from the all-time highs uh it's definitely interesting to think about if you priced everything even if you priced everything like i feel like in silver it would still be better but gold's definitely a better metric but like even if you price things in platinum or other things like palladium like you would actually get a more, more you know better reference of what what's going on and i think the yeah. funny oh go ahead no i was just gonna say you had you had sent me the the uh tweet from Tur Demistu who had posted like uh, the SPY over gold, basically exactly what you have up here now. And it's, and it's really interesting to think about everybody have, you know, st- stonks have just gone up right repeatedly for the last decade. Um, and historically it's like, the, you know, they always go up, right. But are they really, are they really going up or is, is that inflation? And when you start looking at, um, at other assets priced in anything other than the USD in, in something like a hard asset or a, some sort of store value like asset, it, you start to realize in question like, hey, maybe, you know, maybe I'd rather have just been in gold for the last 20 years or 30 years. You know, what's the difference? Um, maybe there isn't actually growth. It's it's really just inflation and in asset prices. And I know we've been talking about this for the last year and Jesse Colombo was always talking about it, it, it. You know, calling out the inflation is really just in these asset prices. And it makes so much more sense when you start pricing things in gold or Bitcoin or whatever else, um, any, anything else that's more sound money or store of value like that it becomes very apparent that um, the money's just becoming worth less and less over time. Dude, do you remember when oil went to zero? Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> I've been scrolling around the chart and it's just like, I, I still can't get over that. I remember we talked about it, but that was only two months ago now, a little over two months. And I just still can't get over that fact. That day, so many people who have never traded oil in their life decided to trade oil, like in that in that span into the end. You know, whether they thought oil couldn't go lower and it kept going lower, like it went to zero or went below zero, it went to negative thirty something the barrel, thirty seven. Yeah, USO has somewhat recovered, not really, sixty hmm. percent. Yeah. I, it's just incredible, you know, and now it's the uh, the Robin Hood meme army is leading the stock market with companies like Hertz. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those times when you have to ask yourself, um, you have new, brand new traders on Robin Hood and even Cash App uh, probably who are <laughs> buying they're buying stocks of companies that literally just filed for bankruptcy. And I know you and I say this all the time, but it, it, it almost, it can't get more toppish than that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but then tough. again, it's like, it doesn't, this is like that. Those don't happen at the beginning of bull markets, retail getting in by buying bankrupt companies typically doesn't happen at the beginning of bull markets. Right. I mean, typically that's going to happen at the end and that should have been a sign that it's coming crashing down. But I guess I also thought that like three months ago and now here we are. So I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Is or do we just have to wait and see? You know, I don't know how much longer this can go. But like, I've been (laughs) fooling around. Like, okay, there's three four month quarters or candles in the year, so I pulled that up. But the six month candles just retarded on the Nasdaq. Like in in 2000 in January 2000, that candle, it's a giant fucking just cross. It's like the holiest, like the most indecision you could possibly ever have is this candlestick right there. 
uh, we got this giant fucking green dildo that just rejected going down to 6700 That's pretty <laughs> bullish. That's That means free monies to get. And, like, it's one of these things, like, okay, when I crunch it, like, that looks that looks like it can keep going for a while. You know what I mean? Like, you, no, and I and I think that's kind of the point. You you don't know how long it like, can go. And like, right. like, like, like when you, I know people on YouTube will see it, but like when you start with the Nasdaq in like the eighties and just like, oh, it just can't go higher, and then you know seven hundred thousand, and then boom, you know almost five thousand, like a ten x in a decade basically, and that's for an indice. That's an indice ten xing. It's not individual stocks that are hundred x and thousand x and you know, like people. It's an entire industry. Yeah, it's it's the crypto bubble, except just elongated a little more, and just happening for a day. Like think about like probably ninety, like mid ninety, like five throughout. You know, just and then really, you know, into ninety nine, two thousand, just day in, day out, just nonstop. You know. Now that you just said that, it was also significantly bigger than the bubble in 2017 because during the dot-com crash, wasn't that like – it hit like a trillion-dollar market cap? Oh, yeah. It hit, well, okay, it hit, it think, hit well past a trillion. And I think that was one of the metrics I was so keyed on with crypto is how many trillions are we going to get to. And we just were shy, at least the coin market cap number, like $870 billion, But Right. But when you think about it, it's not the same trillion. Yeah. So like – it's still small relative to you know a, a trillion dollars in twenty in nineteen ninety nine dollars. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what it is today, but it it's sure funny. shit wasn't the same trillion. So like you and I both know that small. twenty twenty one right. years ago, dude. Like you even think about it, like you know, like it was like you know a few million twenty one years ago, much bigger deal than it is now. That, that that's my point. So like, it, I think. You know, there's the whole space is still so small relative to like relative to that, and because I think there's going to be so much overflow because the printer's just going to keep going. Like at this point, full steam ahead, pedal to the metal, like you know, rocket ship meme, everything blast off. Dude, um, <laughs> it's the Jay Powell printing. I mean, yeah, it's gonna. And you always point this out. It makes it it leaches into other things too. So <laughs> some of this stimulus is just going to bleed off and make its way into into the the Bitcoin space just. Because it was given out to you Wait, almost. look at this. I only look at this because I see it pop up. But Haven Protocol. I don't like shilling shit coins. I'm not even shilling this. I don't even own this. But some. this is, again, just like, this is the typical of crypto, free money land. Like, something going up 500% against Bitcoin since, you know, June. I mean, and Bitcoin's been probably relatively, I don't know, same level since then. But that's just... It's just another funny thing. Like shit coins still do exist in pumping land. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know the more and more I think about it, I think that's going to just continue and <laughs> just into eternity. Like for the, for the rest of our lives, like if we have grandkids, like oh this is this token like is still a... this token is still trading somehow. Like if Doge still exists. <laughs> Right, but like I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's, it's the continuation of that. It's no different than like Theranos, except people thought Theranos was legit. Like, like Theranos, Theranos like the fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth whatever Holmes. Yes, yes. It's it to yeah, me it's dude. the same thing, and Vitalik is exactly the same. Like yeah. it. It, you know, it's, it's only it's not a scam until everyone realizes it's a scam and things will be traded and become valuable and you know that that company was worth so much before you know 
just as that whole thing played out. And you're going to see the same things with shit coins. I like that I had never heard of Haven before because that fits my narrative that it's never the same alts that come back around the next time. You know, excuse me. I've heard of it before because it was pumping like in the end of 2018. If you pulled the chart again, I remember it pumping then and being kind of a big deal because it it wasn't listed on like a bigger exchange. You know how like tokens started on like the small, like the cryptopias of the world, but Mm -hmm. doesn't exist anymore but like uh like so they start off there and then when they get enough volume they move to other you know dude tvt to the days is just the sketchiest exchange (laughs) yeah dude Dude, it was wild in 2017 so wild people know (laughs) people and i like even before that it's even more wild but like even when i got in like just the, the amount of the lack of oversight rules and anything you're just like email password good to go Those were the days, honestly, that was like, that was my first taste. That was our first taste of like real capitalism, real, just like open markets doing its thing. And it was, even though it was super scammy, it was fucking awesome. Well, it's just because when you think about it, it's like, it's kind of like the early internet in the sense that like you're there before a lot of people are. And it's just like, there's not really, nobody really, like there's no governing body per se, like some over, like, you know, US or China or Russia, someone very overseeing body looking over this and, you know, no, it's just something that's just existing because no one really cares that's higher up. You know, people don't really care. The Steve Mnuchin's of the world aren't really paying attention. The, you know, Jay Powell's, okay, maybe Jay Powell and Steve Mnuchin care more about Bitcoin now because it's more talked about, but, but even then before, like, I, the reception, in, I remember in like May of 2017 to the word mentioning Bitcoin, people fucking blew you off. <laughs> do you, and you think that's different now, right? Oh, 100%, dude. Dude, it's it's a completely different thing, dude. People fucking, it's a complete, it's, it, again, dude, you and I talk about price drives adoption. I know it's not like we're not at 20K again, but still at 10,000. And it's still like, it became a huge thing and it it's mentioned enough, like, whether it's like regular news, newspapers, obviously now financial news mentioned, like CNBC mentions it still quite a bit. I feel like I haven't watched them as much recently, but they still gave it like, you know, you'd hear it, you know, throughout the day if you listen to it. And Bloomberg, you'll hear it and see it running on the side, you know, note taker, ticker. Right. No, I, I, I think that the the narrative of pitching Bitcoin as a store of value has definitely emerged and is being talked about because that is not the same as what is being talked about in 2017. And you're right. It's not being dismissed nearly as much um, anymore. And I think that makes a ton of sense because yeah, you're right. It's still hanging at the nine take nine, 10 K range after that huge 50% drop during that liquidity crisis, liquidity kind of crisis. And um, it's still like putzing around and people are like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to hedge or I'm going to take a small position. Did you see Pomp uh, was on Bill Burr's podcast and (laughs) just pitched him Bitcoin for like an hour and a half? I did. I did not. Uh, It was a listen, I guess. It'll be interesting. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny, but he's, you know, learning about the Federal Reserve. Totally funny listening to him kind of get red pilled. But it's man, dude, that's. It's starting to leach out, you know what I mean? And I think I feel like you're right. I know you're going with this. Go ahead. No, it just it's starting to leach out. It's starting to it's starting to spread to normies and you like I consider Bilber retail, okay? So (laughs) so, hundred percent filters retail. And I I think that is um, Uh it's awesome because he has such a good reach for like your average person who it would be really awesome if they were just 
starting saving in Bitcoin or something, you know, like the average dude who listens to Bill Burr is like, oh, yeah, sure. Maybe I should buy 25 bucks a week. What's the difference to me? Um, and just you, you just Bill's, get things Bill's a common man. Bill Burr's a common man. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, so common, I don't know. I, it just feels like the calm before the storm. And it, like next week's just going to rip our faces off. I, I, I don't know. That's that's just what I'm thinking right predictions, now. But. Predictions, 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 predictions. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's the half year mark pretty much, you know, July yeah. 2nd right now. Probably it's probably going to be up to the 3rd or the 4th. And no one will listen because everyone will be probably too fucked up this weekend. But it's OK. We'll just talk to ourselves into eternity. But that's fine with me. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting this weekend, I think, because everything's shut down again. Pretty much, it feels like it feels like the whole country just re-shut down. Right, and it's a long weekend. Um, it again, it's like the uh, the stars are aligning. Right, it's a holiday weekend. What 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 extra days are the markets closed? Is that I, like, like Monday? Well, like I think just Friday right now it's closed. The third. Okay. I, at least equities. I don't know about like futures for like gold and silver. I think futures are still open on Friday, and like FX will be open because yeah. FX trades whatever you know doesn't care about our stupid holidays nor anyone else's. It's like fuck you, which makes sense because again the fiat market's so important. And then you think about it on the weekends, it's closed down. <laughs> Dude, it still blows <laughs> my mind that like Bitcoin and the whole crypto space is just trading. 24-7-365. Think about the downtime, too, when we, you know, even across... Yeah, the stock market's closed more than it's open. Yeah, period. and, like, <laughs> people can bitch about, like, there's times that th- certain things have happened with altcoins, but it's like, hey, these things stay open 24-7-365. You know, you know, equity markets close, you know, for however many hours, like, you know, 18 hours, or not 18, it's probably, like, 16, you know, and then even the futures market gets an hour break, you know, Right. So, I mean, it's like, hey, these are just fucking people fucking with graphics cards, you know, keeping the network going. It's a pretty interesting <laughs> thought, okay? And some ASICs, but, you know, it's just, it's it's really funny, you know, it's just the times. Um, you haven't looked at Dow Jones yet, too. What's going on? Ooh. But again, like, there's just so much rejection on this candlestick, you know, but maybe this is, maybe it isn't. We'll see, you know. Yeah, I, I just with all the everyone seems to be relatively okay with the money printing so far. Yeah. <laughs> no one, no one's sounding the alarm. Um, if it doesn't which, work, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned right now. So I, I just, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it's going to keep working for a while. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at, and I don't. It just yeah. hasn't changed anything for me because I'm still, uh, you know what I mean. I still like I, I feel like I still need to just sit and wait and watch what's gonna happen. Yeah, very controversial. What, what if, uh, like hypothetically, um, we went down to the 2008 nine lows by like the election? Hypothetically, seventy <laughs> percent drawdown. Do you think? Do you think we could handle that? Because if, think about it. If something like that happens. You know how algorithms work. If we did a 70% drawdown, we'd probably go up like 300% like in two months. <laughs> you know how this you know how this works, dude. Like people are all, you know, like the time to buy again was in like the shittiest of times in the end of March. You yeah. know, when we all thought for sure it was like fucking fuck. <laughs> it was like mid March, end of March. It's like fucking it's fuck. It's going to zero. <laughs> We're going to zero. We're all going to zero. <laughs> And what yeah. do you know? 
So and, I mean, yeah, here we are. That's that's the thing. It's um, like fuck. You but know, I think you, it's just it's a long ride, is what it is. We forget that. Like these things, we our daily life. Like you know, we you know each minute, each second, each hour. You know, we're we're doing shit throughout the day. But these are just fucking candles, and each of these candles is a fucking month. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a long time. It has been. This has been the longest month of my life. <laughs> like by far, it's just been absolutely insane and uh yeah i don't know it would to me it would make sense it it would make too much sense if you know stocks started going down and bitcoin started going down (laughs) because everything seems so fucked um that would make the most logical sense so you know why would that happen because everything i think that's going to happen the opposite happens anyway (laughs) because nothing nothing matters anymore nothing yeah and the, the, you know the the fact that everything feels so disconnected from reality is just um, that's when you want to hold cash, right? Because of uncertainty, you like yeah. accumulate cash as your things get more and more uncertain. And I don't know that things have ever been more uncertain than right now. Yeah, we saw so, that. We we were talking about that on Twitter, you know, DMing each other about how like um, was it Santiago Fund A Fund or whatever posted basically yeah. that. Uh, and and he's really he's actually 100 percent right about this. In other countries, if you ever been outside the U.S., what do people want? U.S. dollars, especially third world countries. Like I've been to Mexico quite a few times, and fucking dollars go a long way there, man. Tip your bartenders in Mexico, but like seriously, people just don't understand. Like your dollar goes so fucking far there, and then obviously yeah. other you know Southeast Asia, you know you name it, and then but other you know countries, and then Europe obviously you're gonna be with euros or pounds, but um, it's just it's really interesting to see how that that dynamic, and not that. And then he mentioned how everyone in the U.S. just wants gold or you know Bitcoin. You know it's just funny, and not that other people don't want Bitcoin outside or gold, but it's just funny how that works in third world countries. The most what they want the most is because their currencies are all so shitty. They just want dollars because that's the easiest thing to trade with. It's the most liquid currency, and anyone will accept it. Yeah, it, it's so interesting even comparing. It's like, oh, well, why wouldn't you want gold? It's like, well, it's a little annoying to use, to be honest with you. I'd rather use the dollars. It's like, well, why don't you use Bitcoin? It's like, well, same fucking problem. <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> like, like if you're in fucking Thailand, like yeah. the chances that dude haven't be able to like scan a QR code, you know, have the right setup or if they don't even have fucking internet, dude, like fucking like, and I know like you can do it with radio waves, but that's a lot of fucking work, dude. Yeah, no, it's, it, like, it's, it's not, it's not that there, there is a lot to... There's a lot to get done for, you know, my vision of seeing. Yeah, just the infrastructure really needs to to be there. Wallets work, mobile wallets work. There's never been a time in human history that more people don't have access to mobile phones and stuff like that. It is certainly possible. It's still not super easy to have a Bitcoin economy, as much as I would like that to be the case. Um, and it's exactly the reason why there's so much demand for dollars, especially as you know Brent Johnson was kind of pointing out. People really need dollars, especially if debt is priced in dollars. You need the dollars back to pay down the loans, and you know so on and so forth. And um, people in other countries stored their wealth in dollars, so they they've kind of separated money into two different things. It's you know, one's a medium of exchange and the other's a store of value. And if you can get your hands on some dollars, you're going to keep those because the local currency keeps losing its purchasing power. So you're going to keep spending that, right? It's like Gresham's law uh, until Gresham's law starts running in reverse when 
nobody wants the currency anymore. And then you have to switch to another one. And that is starting to happen more and more, right? We've seen it happen in Venezuela. Um, you can see it getting started in in Brazil when you start when when the store of value function of money separates. It's like the the clock just started, right? It's gonna it, it's it's happening, and uh, we're seeing the same exact thing happen in Lebanon now too. Safe Dean was tweeting out like uh, that um, the Lebanese lira, I think lost half of its value in the last 10 days and it's lost half of its value um prior to that also it's just getting absolutely destroyed yeah i don't know what the ticker it's, would be that'll be oh well it's not fucking it's coming up mm-hmm. as some maybe if yeah i don't know if we'll be able to get a chart but yeah. same thing it's just been central banking shenanigans there and they've completely just torpedoed the currency it's worthless now and it's amazing that people don't think like inflation or hyperinflation can kind of happen to them. And it's happening to a bunch of currencies um, around the planet right now. And it can it can certainly happen to to ours. Love to find a good chart, but it's just not happening. Yeah, like USD to LBP. Yeah, I'm just trying to find like. They're all just yeah, really. These, these I thought they were. I thought they were really trash. bad. Yeah, I thought there was like. I know there's like one where it shows the actual inflation going on. I've seen them before, but I just keep getting these retarded. Yeah, yeah, it's just going straight up, pretty much. It's going parabolic. <laughs> it's losing yeah. purchasing power. Is what the chart looks like, but I don't know. I I, I think. I've just listened to another podcast and they were talking about for the for the 2020s they see 20 uh 1940s style inflation so like you had the great uh the great depression in the 30s and then things were starting to recapitalize and as that happened um inflation kind of set in I think specifically like consumer price inflation and, you know, do we finally see the inflation start to flow back in, um, to consumer, to consumer prices? Cause I'm, I'm not yet convinced that we wouldn't see asset deflation in the longer term, but I think the real trouble starts when you see the consumer price inflation. So I, I don't know. What do you think for the next decade? Do you think we're, we're going to see that? Yeah. Um, they were saying something about like food food inflation is like four percent year over year or something right now, which yeah. you don't think it's much, but like okay, four percent this year, four percent next year, four percent next year. If you do that five years, and anything about compounding, right. you're it's well like, into you know twenty something percent. You know, I don't know the exact number, but probably twenty five to thirty percent, if not more. I could be wrong, but no, yeah, it it, it starts to it, really, it creeps up on you pretty fast. Yeah, so uh, like what you know, maybe would cost ten dollars. Let's say two hamburger patties cost ten dollars. You're buying from butcher, like half pound hamburgers by cost ten dollars. You know, right now in 2020, in 2025, that might cost you know fifth, maybe thirteen and a half dollars something, which doesn't seem like much, but over time it adds up. And if for the majority of people, their wage inflation doesn't keep up. Which is which, it, which, which it won't, right? Which it has been happening for fucking forty years. Then you have issues, and that's what you get. What's going on right now? That's where you get the most ridiculous. Pro- I mean, you get protests all the time, and there's wealth inequality definitely plays a huge factor in that. And then just the ability with control, you know, fiat money, where we are now. 
I could go on a rant for a long time, but I cut myself off because we've definitely ranted on this topic before, how fiat money has gotten us to where we are, especially now, especially what we've seen the last four weeks, like society just fucking tearing itself apart. Kind of just makes sense. It just, it just adds up. Yeah. The, and, and, and what I really hate is that um, people are not pointing to the root cause of the issue. Like it's the money. Um, it yeah. always has been. And it, it, it's become so obvious to me over time, especially when you start framing things in like the cancel on effect, right? Where you can see the, the wealth and inequality grow just because asset prices continue to be pushed up and pushed up from, you know, expansion of the money supply, um, suppressing interest rates. So, you know, you make money pretty cheap and it's really cheap to borrow and it just keeps pushing and pushing asset prices higher and higher and higher. And then those asset prices change hands and rents go up and, and other costs and goods uh, go up. And it just gets impossible for the people who are not continuing to outpace inflation because it's really fucking difficult to outpace inflation honestly in my experience i feel like uh, you need to work I, you know on average i work for like a, a corporation you, maybe you get two percent every year but you're really waiting for those promotions every couple years maybe three years five years maybe even longer sometimes eventually you cap out where that's where you're hoping to catch up from all the from all the years of getting a one and a half percent raise where you're getting that 10, 15, 25% raise. And, um, that's like, that's like barely the majority of the population, right? Like I'm considered fairly lucky for having like a corporate job like that. Not everybody, um, has that kind of a job and it, it sucks. If you're going to get a, a 2% increase on $30,000, you're going to, you're going to struggle. It's not going to be fun for you to try to accumulate capital. It sucks. Yeah, it's going to be one hell of a time. Also, just looking at, look at the square chart, dude. Yeah, that blows my mind. Dude, that thing is just went bonkers since that bottom. From 30 fucking like $1 or 32 to 115 And that's from the March bottom. March like 15 Yeah. Should have just bought, I should have just bought all spot squares. <laughs> <laughs> dude like look at that just one candle downwards 30 percent huge wick downwards and then just free money ride yeah square is probably the future according to everyone for like the next few weeks until it starts to go down yeah you know it's funny because i've been thinking a little bit more about square um just as a company not look at looking at the stock right now <laughs> that's just completely disconnected <laughs> yeah, it's it's just insane what's happening right now. But I, I hope that Square survives whatever happens next and crushes it in the future because their product's fucking awesome. I don't I, I like paying for stuff at a Square reader. Um, I think they're great point of sale systems. And I think Jack obviously knows what he's doing, throwing uh, Bitcoin in the cash app. I can I can see integration for that in the future somehow some way uh, i'm sure he'll figure out what what the customers want in terms of adding bitcoin to square somehow i, I think that fits nicely yeah no it's 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 it has a future i just know that this whatever its market cap right now does not reflect what it actually produces <laughs> right it's insane. it's not even i don't even want to know how many times it trades to its earnings <laughs> Like right, 40 right, or 50 right times right now, dude, it's got to be something it's ridiculous. It's got to be something ridiculous, yeah. yeah I, I can't imagine what it actually is, especially right now. I mean, Yeah, dude, it, was, <laughs> dude, it went up 10% today, 10.5%. <laughs> 
<laughs> just fucking absolutely insane. Yeah, I don't know anymore, dude. I maybe it just is what it is. Let the it's almost like Satoshi take the wheel, right? Take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Satoshi take the wheel. Just you know, money printer go bird. Print it all. I'm just gonna sit back and watch like I have been for the last year and make memes about it because there's nothing you can do at this point except watch and I don't know learn a thing or two honestly it's it's amazing to to watch it play out yeah no this is incredible and we get to live it again i mean like uh, it's incredible that we're living all this shit and um again it's i don't know if we say history because we're always looking through fucking history history's happening all the time but this is definitely one of those years where it's like oh yeah we lived through coronavirus and all that fucking nonsense you know and we forget like the start of the year what happened like with the uh, iranian general getting fucking I don't know if it was drone strike or like J damned, but that was a big deal, like in January. And then the market just kept going and no fucks. And then obviously coronavirus became a really hot topic, like for you and I, like only a few weeks into January, like two weeks in. Right. We're like, oh, what's going on here? And it was like, dude, it literally it took like, like what? It was like probably four to six weeks for most people, if not longer. Like it wasn't until like February or March when the general public became to accept it. And then by the like end of March, like people right. just became complete. I don't even like to use the word Nazis. I'll use Soviets, communists about it, complete Marxists about it. This fucking, you know, it's like holy shit, you know. And I, I get it, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know if you listen to. There's a pretty good podcast, the QTR podcast, has that Danielle DiMartino Booth, if I'm saying yes. that correctly, um, where she mentions like, oh, that you know, China's known about coronavirus since September of 2019. Well, if it's been around since September 2019. And, well, majority of us, like you and I, at least four months of our life, if not more, we're just fucking floating around, no fucks. And the majority right. of the population was like six months of, you know, the world. So it's like, you know, what what really is the effect of this? And like, you know, assuming we tested everyone in the population, how many people have had it so far? So it's right. definitely 100. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, at this point, it's. I, th- I think that will continue to be used as an excuse um, to provide stimulus, uh, and it is what it is. I, 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 there's nothing. I, I know you had mentioned this one time we were talking a couple of days ago. Um, you knew of some people who had just gotten like all of their stimulus yeah. checks and just were sitting on thousands of dollars and yeah. didn't know what to do with it. And uh, a lot of people are making a lot more at home than they were working. So yeah, no, that's it, awesome. eventually that plays back into the economy. It needs to work its way back in. Um, I don't know. I just don't know what to think about it though, because it's, it's happening and you cannot, you cannot unsee that almost like when somebody gets a, a gift like that, don't get me wrong. It's, it's horrible that people lost their jobs. <laughs> like it, maybe even for no reason. Right. Um, it's terrible to, to, uh, for that to have happened, but then you see the stimulus come in and it's hard to get that people back to work. Oh, and no, that has its own. That has its own set of issues, and I'm thinking from no, an inflationary standpoint. No I think it has its. If if your if production slows down <clears throat> and you have less goods, and then all of a sudden you have more money in the economy, I, I would assume that the prices of uh, some goods and services will start to go up. And hopefully, it isn't ones that um, really piss people off because it's it's food or something like that. Yeah, you know, that's a good way to wrap her up here. 
yeah definitely this was um this was great catching up dude uh, i'm glad everything's going well uh this was i think it was episode 96 of the beef and bitcoin podcast uh, make sure to like and subscribe on youtube leave us a review on apple Podcasts. follow us on spotify and shoot us a dm let us know what you uh, want us to talk about and tell us how you've been uh, surviving quarantine all right stay safe out there and what do you think? Happy Fourth of July, right? Happy Fourth of July. Happy Canada Day. Well, Canada Day was yeah, it's still a Canada yeah. Day your time, but yeah, not my yeah. time anymore. Um, and I don't know. There's probably a bunch of other days going on right now. There's so many throughout the year. We're always <laughs> bombarded with them. But uh, peace. Yeah, peace.